Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. We're your hosts. I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Master Ryuho Okawa. Ryuho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. Alright, so we have a new spiritual message book by Master Ryuho Okawa. Putin's Real Intentions on Ukraine Invasion. Interview with the President's Guardian Spirit. So this new Kyoten, holy book by Master Riho Okawa, has the recent spiritual message of the guardian spirit of Vladimir Putin, as well as the spiritual message from Ivan IV, the first Tsar of Russia, who is acting as a guardian or guiding spirit of Vladimir Putin. And so this book essentially doesn't take a side between Russia and Ukraine, but it offers the counter-argument of Putin himself, which has been blocked from all Western media. And the purpose of religion, one of the major roles is to solve wars or stop wars from happening in the name of love and mercy. So we take this approach of seeing both sides' arguments as they are and presenting them to the world without edit, without editing the contents so that people can see what the leaders of both countries are really thinking. So since we hear so much from Zelensky, this offers Putin's real intentions and why the Ukraine invasion happened. So to begin, I will read the preface. The largest incident between Europe and Russia in 80 years is happening now. Two nights ago, at the time of the recording, on the morning of February 24th, I recorded the spiritual message about the Ukraine invasion and what President Putin's guardian spirit is thinking about. At that time, I still did not know of the Ukraine invasion by the Russian army, which started before dawn. As of this writing, Russian forces are attacking Ukraine from three directions. One estimate has it that Ukraine lost control over its airspace in three hours. Russian tanks and military vehicles are advancing from the north, east, and south. Japanese TV networks and national newspapers are denouncing Russia and calling the move an act of aggression. American and European media outlets are doing largely the same. It will begin with the economic sanctions from U.S. President Biden. Each nation of the G7, including Japan, will probably impose all kinds of sanctions on Russia. War is a terrible thing but we should see if there is justice in it. Putin's proposals are, one, NATO must promise no further enlargement of the alliance to the east in a written document. Two, do not deploy missile launchers to Poland or Romania. Three, roll back NATO's strength to where it was in 1997. These were the three points, but the U.S. Biden administration rejected them. President Zelensky in Kiev is trying to take shelter in NATO, but President Putin could not possibly accept that. It is not easy to develop an eye to see through international politics. But one thing that's certain is that war would not have erupted in Ukraine if America had chosen Trump as president. I deliver Mr. Putin's true thoughts to the people of Japan who are insensitive to international matters and to the rest of the world. It is worth getting a second opinion. Riho Kawa. 
February 26, 2022. All right, so this is the uh, spiritual message, and there were a lot of words spoken in the preface, but essentially the war is still going on, and I'd like to talk to my partner, John, to see what stood out to you from this book and what you took away from this book. Thanks, Dylan. Um, so I something on an overall and sort of pervasive underlying sense that I took away from this book was the importance of it in terms of, as you had stated earlier, uh, providing the oppositional outlook to Zelensky, uh, which we are not provided that in the West at all. Um, that, you know, Russian media at this point in time is censored in the West. So, and, and we may not, most of us may not think of it that way, that our media is being censored. Uh, and we usually tend to think that only happens in places like Russia. So, and then to that, um, this book reveals the manner in which religion and spiritual means can circumvent the restrictions imposed by oppressive forms of totalitarianism, such as presented through the media and surveillance and so on. Throughout this book, uh, which th these are Putin's perspectives, these are not the perspectives of happy science, but having these alternative perspectives, I think they help us to become an educated populace because there's it's often said today that democracy is under threat um and i think in many ways it is but not always in the ways that we are told that it is especially within the west so we cannot have a real democracy which is empowered by the perspective of the public in a collective way without the public being educated thoroughly on things such as geopolitical matters. So books such as this allow the public to be educated and help to ensure that we have a genuine democracy. And so those are some themes that I really took from the book as a whole. Yeah, thank you for sharing. And going into what Putin is basically saying, or his guardian spirit is saying on his behalf, is that, first of all, he's very upset with the way that NATO treats Russia. And on page 39, he says, if NATO is dealing with, for example, China and North Korea, then I think it's fair, but they're not thinking about that. So the only enemy is Russia. So the enemy is only Russia. The way they think hasn't changed since the Napoleonic Wars. So he's basically very frustrated with NATO and also the EU, which seems to have only one purpose, which is to fight Russia. And he views that it's not strategically fair, it's not fair fight, and he is making a lot of reforms in Russia from the time of the Soviet Union, but he's viewed as this villain who is a Soviet-era leader. Basically, the West is threatened by Putin for being such a strong or powerful leader, but what we find through Happy Science teachings is that when there is a leader who is powerful and has a strong willpower, they can receive the words of God, or they can get the right inspiration from heaven. Whereas the very meek or soft attitude by world leaders doesn't allow them to get inspiration from the higher heavens. And he's trying to show that there are things such as what Plato calls a philosopher king. Even in ultimate power, the leader can still make right decisions. And he thinks it's very unfair how they're being treated. So with that being said, we can see that the reason he's opposing Ukraine is that he doesn't want them to join NATO or the EU 
or put nuclear missiles on Russia's doorstep and threaten the Russian people because it's not fair from his eyes. And I think some people will be sympathetic to that argument. But John, I know we've talked in the past in other books about the dangers of totalitarianism, but why do you think that this case is different, that it's not a matter of freedom versus totalitarians, but in Putin's case, there's something different about him than someone like Xi Jinping, for instance? Hmm. I think there's a few reasons for that. Uh, and I think one reason that's that certainly stands out is that Putin has revivified the Orthodox Christian Church in Russia. Hmm. And so his manner of leading and ruling, one that is oriented by religion, whereas totalitarianism, uh, not always, I mean, you know, you could certainly make the argument that the Taliban have some type of religious background in what they're doing. But, you know, if we compare with, let's say, China, it's an atheist nation and the most powerful totalitarian nations in recent times and the most that have done the most horrifying atrocities and genocides have been atheist nations. And to the point of Russia's relationship with China, because I think that's significant, mm -hmm. um, in the West, there's this comparison made between the two of them. And there's this idea that they are completely allied and enmeshed with one another. And I appreciate that in this book, uh, Putin's reveal, guardian spirit explains that that's not really the case. They don't necessarily get along on, on a lot of uh, levels. And the reality of the situation is that they are allied due to having a common enemy, but only in as much as they need to be allied. So it isn't necessarily that China and Russia are like planning to take over the world together. They really don't stand for the same principles at all. And you could see that just in the fact that one of them is a religious nation and the other is an atheistic nation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you made a lot of great points. There is a uh, documentary which is making the rounds from a few years ago called Ukraine on Fire by director Oliver Stone. I saw it and it showed me really the other side's perspective a little bit more. This area of the world that we're talking about has been filled with revolutions, chaos, battles between Nazis and communists. And it's really a sad, it's in a sad state from a religious perspective. And sometimes, unfortunately, a strong hand is needed to clean up the mess. And we have seen cases when the rise of police and the rise of military control temporarily take over a place, it is cleaned up. And in this spiritual message, Putin is mentioning about that. And he's also mentioning about the West being on a declining course with these kind of problems that they're dealing with. For example, drugs or other problems that the West is facing. They're losing the self-help spirit. So Putin's perspective is that a strong man type of a leader needs to step in from time to time to clear up the mess and reset things back to a kind of clean slate for civilization to grow. And so what he said in this book is that he was looking not to the West, but he's looking to make friends with other countries such as India and Japan to bring back the power of the East or to create a new history that's not based on Western colonization, but is based on the power of the people and the power of spirituality. So this kind of game is taking place and we are seeing the battle between the West and the East but Putin is trying to find friends and he's trying to say things are not fair as they are. So please help us remake the world order. So this argument is it's very interesting. Hmm.
You know, so you reminded me of something when you were uh, and what you were just saying about the need sometimes for a strong figure to step in and correct things. Uh, and what I'm reminded in that is actually there's an American policy that's popular in intelligence agencies, uh, which was written about by Miles Copeland in the 1970s, who was an ex-CIA agent. Hmm. And he said pretty much exactly that, which was that every once in a while, a strong, generally male figure will have to be put into a position of power so that they can balance things, especially diplomatically, which uh, was something we saw with Trump in his dealings with North Korea and other nations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From a spiritual perspective, usually, those kind of machismo masculine type of figures aren't what we would expect to be someone who is making things better. But sometimes their strength can give a certain quality on its own because they are able to not just talk about things, but make real change. And uh, what you do is what matters in the end more than what you say. So that reminds me of the extra chapter in this book, which is about Yvonne Fourth. And talk about someone like that. It's a, a powerful leader who united Russia. And uh, Russia is a, the biggest country in terms of size in the world. And for democratic leadership to take place, which is very decentralized, it doesn't allow a country like that to be unified and nationalized. So what Ivan did was brought this strength, this approach of strength to Russia, united Russia, and brought uh, peace. And... We find that in this chapter that it's actually one of the past lives of Vladimir Putin. And Vladimir Putin has many past lives, such as Octavius, the second leader of the Caesar Empire. And he has brought this kind of approach through his entire reincarnation cycle. Whenever he's been born, he's been in this case where the country he is born into is suffering from some weakness, and he brings strength and cleans it up, and then he fulfills his mission and goes back to the spiritual world. So this is the other secret that this book brings out is the secret of reincarnation. And when we think about things from that perspective, we can see God's plan hidden in places around the world to make countries go up and down and why that certain figures are born in certain ages. Yeah, I think that's an incredible thing to point out. And it's also interesting that Ivan IV uh, received the name Ivan the Terrible. You know, right. so and it's, it says something about the fact that those who sometimes will stand up and do the right thing when it isn't the popular thing will be labeled as something quite literally terrible. Yeah. But it's still necessary to do what must be done sometimes. That's so true. So, yeah, this book is uh, these two chapters, but it's very powerful. And before we get to the ending here, I'd just like to turn it over to my partner, John. On page 191, we find the afterword, which is very important because it's Mastro Kala's final comment. So could you read that, please? Sure. From the afterword. The spiritual message from one of President Putin's past lives, Ivan IV, was added for reference. The collapse of the Soviet Union more than 30 years ago must have been miserable. President Putin has spent the last 20 years trying to revive the great Russian empire. My opinion is different from the mass media in the world or in Japan. I don't think Ukraine should join the EU. It was thanks to Ukraine that Russia, the Soviet Union at the time, eventually won the Napoleonic Wars and the war against Hitler, even after Moscow was burned to the ground. It would be a nightmare for Russia if American nuclear missiles were placed in Ukraine to be launched against Moscow. President Putin is decisive. I knew that he would not tolerate that. 
The decision-making skill of the top leaders will change the course of the world from now on. For Mr. Biden, this is the second war he has lost following the war against coronavirus. It is unfortunate, but he's just brainless. From Rio Alcala. Wow, very direct and powerful words. So uh, thank you for reading that. And this book you can find online. So uh, if you'd like to learn more, you can find it on okawabooks.com. You can buy the book on amazon.com. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, though. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive.